Welcome to the On Point Podcast, a channel dedicated to helping you be the best hunter you can be. On Point is designed to help motivate and inspire you to get more out of yourself and your gear during your next hunt. If you're looking for information that will directly impact your success and help inspire you to go on new adventures, whether you're hunting with a bow or a rifle, On Point is the channel for you. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Sorry it's been a few weeks since I've uploaded. I have a good reason though. I've been hunting and uh, found some early season success. I'm already tagged out. I plan on coming out with a few more episodes to let you guys know how it went down. Uh, but very, very, very lucky, very blessed to, to be able to find early season success so I can help some friends that had some spectacular tags um, you know, be able to be a part of that. And uh, really look forward to sharing a lot of this, uh, my experiences with you and, and kind of how it went down. Um, this is more of a, of a hunting camp, just two friends talking about some experiences and some struggles that we've had hunting, hunting public lands with rifles. Kind of how I became a little obsessed with the archery game because my rifle skills are so bad offhand. You know, anybody can be a good shot with a rest, but um, offhand, you know, you, you'll hear all about my struggles with, with a rifle. And uh, I, I really do want to get your guys' opinion. Leave a comment, hopefully a five-star review with it, because uh, I'm always doing these giveaways. Uh, but leave a comment. Let me know, hey, you know, would I have done the same thing? Maybe I wouldn't have done the same thing, because we're going to give you a scenario in this episode where we almost got shot, and then we actually almost shot somebody else without even knowing it. And uh, I just... You know, would love to hear what you guys would do, or if you guys have had similar similar scenarios where somebody's whipping, uh, zipping bullets over your head. But um, it's a really, really fun episode with with one of my best friends in the world, hunting partners, Mitch, and uh, we tell a few hunting stories. Stay up a little too late uh, the night before the opener, but uh, had a great time recording this. And uh, I, I do give a lot of references to my Instagram because I'm constantly posting stuff on Instagram. And if you want to see how my season's doing on Instagram. I always do kind of a semi-live update on each hunt. And so um, there's going to be a little bit of a spoiler alert if you go on, on, on my Instagram, on point with Garrett Weaver. Um, you're going to see the pictures of the animals that I've harvested, ones that um, I maybe I didn't get to harvest that I was there to film. Um, you know, just a lot of really cool experiences that I all get to share on Instagram. So you get to hear them about them on, on, on the podcast here, and then you get to you get to see it on Instagram. And uh, just so you guys know, the, also the YouTube channel, um, it's 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 constantly producing content. I try and come out with a video a week. Um, you know, done some recent arrow tests, which uh, my arrows did extremely well with the footers. Eastern Axis 340s with the footers did some broadhead tests. I'm going to post a, uh, a mechanical broadhead versus a uh, steel plate here very soon. Just kind of interesting things like that uh, that you guys can then you know learn uh, you know maybe what gear holds up what gear doesn't but check out the YouTube channel just type in my name Garrett Weaver I'll pull right up and be sure to subscribe click that bell icon for more content um, and that basically what that'll do is the bell icon notifies you when I upload so um, you don't have to go on there and check me I know you'll get a notification which I find really helpful for the channels uh, that I follow so uh, anyways hope you guys are finding some great early season success I look forward to hearing and, and getting tagged in your Instagram photos of what you guys are up to please do that and uh, I will see you at the end of the episode bye
All right, now we are actually rolling. We are recording right now. Well, good. You can edit anything out. <laughs> I can edit everything. <laughs> <laughs> this one might need it. <laughs> Probably. So uh, we are coming at you guys from the driver's seat and passenger seat of my, <laughs> of, my, uh, of my truck at camp. We're sleeping in the truck tonight. I'm sleeping in the Are you sleeping in the truck, too? Yep. <laughs> so right here. We just got done with uh, SpaghettiOs, Top Ramen. Chili. Uh, chili, cream cookie pie things. Oatmeal cream pie. Oatmeal cream pies. Yep. And then, Little uh, Debbie. And then uh, Mitch had a couple shots for me. Mm. So, <laughs> man, I I am so jacked to freaking be here, man. I can't believe it's already hunting season. Like, I just can't wipe this freaking smile off my face. I feel like I'm wrong, and if I kill a deer tomorrow, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna get arrested. I have to have the dates wrong. I have oh. to. <laughs> it just seems like we were doing this so yesterday, yeah. last year. I mean, it can't. Time freaking flies. Should we double check? I didn't see anybody coming out here. <laughs> we saw one camp. Yeah, archery target and all. Yeah, no, yeah, so. with an archery target. So we know that we know they're here <laughs> for business. But uh, so we drove four hours, and you no, know, I can't. I can't tell you guys where I'm at, out of respect for other people that hunt this unit and maybe want to hunt this unit in the future. Can't say what unit, but we're in Eastern Oregon. It is a archery deer tag. And uh, I came over here, how long ago? Like a month ago? Mm, yeah, three weeks ago. And for the folks that follow me on Instagram, um, I'm posting these pictures of deer that I'm seeing. And, you know, and I wanted to, to get my best animal this year, which is a, this tag, you can do that, right? You can really, you can shoot for the sky and, and you'll probably see something. I'm not going to say you're going to get one, but you have a good chance at a 160 class buck. A really good chance. And uh, so I came over here and I scouted with Kim and the dogs for most of a morning and I left. I was like, I already found what I wanted. I found where they were going, where they were bedding just for that morning, you know, but I only had a day to, did the day to scout. I found this really cool four point, probably a 160, 165 by the time he's done growing. Maybe, maybe might, you know, depending on how much he grew a month before, uh, now. So he had a whole month to grow and he was 160 when I, last time I saw him. So depending on how much he grows, that's the buck I'm really after. And then there's one I didn't get a picture of. who's probably 180, 185. Really nice buck. And, um, you know, I'm not usually after numbers like that, but I just, for whatever reason, I wanted a big velvet mill deer this year. After killing that blacktail last year in velvet, I just got the itch. I just had to come over here and, and just give it heck. And then so, uh, to fast forward to now, we fly over here after I get off work, and uh, we have a day and a half to get it done. Yeah, that's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, not your fault. It's your job. I mean, everybody yeah. has jobs. You got to hunt around your job. Mm-hmm. I'm you do. Put that, put that closer to your mouth there. Well, that's what, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so we're making the best out of it. Well, we had a great time on the way over here. We did our pre, uh, pre-hunt pre camp, you know, Taylor Swift. Ritual. Got the T-Swift ritual going. There's a ritual for everything. And There's Taylor a ritual Swift for everything. brings us good luck you know, every time without fail. What was that? Without fail. Without she, fail. She brings us good luck. She brought us good luck. Every time she comes on the radio. And granted, I will... Okay, for the guys that are wondering what the heck we're talking about here. Starting about four years ago, <laughs> um, we started, you know, we listened to the radio when we're driving between spots. Um, not road hunting, but driving between spots. <laughs> no. But, you know, if we if we saw one off the road, we would go after it. Right. But um, anyways, uh, Taylor Swift would come on, and then we'd go make a hunt, and we'd get into elk. <laughs> And then we're like, man, 
after like two or three times in a row. You start to notice a pattern. You start to notice a pattern. It's (laughs) not like we were looking for superstition to begin with. And I'm not really a superstitious. I'm a little superstitious. I, I, you know, I obviously I, I like Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> I just for like, hunting. I just like Taylor Swift. I, I just you know, blinded like it Taylor as this Swift, big. You just don't have ears or good taste, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Who doesn't? Yeah, you got to give me some Tay Tay. So, um, so long story short, there's some rules that go along with the Taylor Swift. You can't force it. Right? <laughs> yeah. You can't just play it on your phone. Right. You, it has to legitimately come over the radio. Uh, you, now you can channel surf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you can go to XM measure. and try that. Uh, <laughs> Pandora, you know, put it on the T-Swift channel. Well, you're not, you're, that's pushing the lines there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Taylor Swift might take a while to come on Taylor Swift's podcast or Pandora channel. Right? Sometimes. It's not Taylor Swift all 24-7. Nope. So, it starts that way. It's the <laughs> <laughs> and I would know, and uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I would know. Uh, yeah, so uh, we we kind of broke the rule just to see how lucky we could get with the Taylor Swift uh, superstition here. So we played it about sixteen miles from our hunting grounds, and uh, just brought it up on YouTube. Played a whole I don't know how many songs, three or four Taylor Swift songs. Yes. I don't know, three I think, at least three. All of them were fantastic <laughs> as expected, right? And uh, <laughs> she didn't let us down. She did not let us down, man. Yeah. I posted a picture of a of a nice fork and horn and a really nice four point within s- almost spitting distance of where we're parked camping right now, and they just <laughs> stared at us. I mean, I got within ten yards of that four point, and it was like, man, it's not season. Nope, today is not season. No, it's not ha- the right thing to do. You have to always know that, and you can't unknow yeah. it. Right, and it's gonna be bitter. Right, oh, always, right. always. So we're gonna feel right, right, right. So, it you know we probably should have saved the juju for tomorrow, but the juju worked. Within half an hour of getting to our hunting grounds, we had two bucks, well inside bow range, and uh, <laughs> we, we we made sure just to drive right on by them. You know they're right off the road, and drive right on by them, and they literally kind of just walked off the road. And you know hopefully they'll be in that area. We're gonna go after those things in the morning, uh, maybe drive around, check a couple spots, then come back, and then maybe make a little bit of a sneaky walk through that little pine thicket they were in. But uh, I have a really – I think we have a really good shot at finding that four-point tomorrow morning. That same one, huh? I, I honestly do. I don't think he's more than a couple hundred yards from where we left him. So, But that's the uh, Taylor Swift superstition, <laughs> and uh, and it worked. And you know what? I, I, I get it. You know, there's superstitions out there. I'd love to hear what you guys have for superstitions, but – um, that's, that was just, that just made the trip right there. You know, I was really worried about only having a day and a half and I could have ditched Mitchell and got an extra day, which what's that gave me? It gains me an extra day by myself and just walking and where I'm going with that is just walking down to where I was glassing for the big buck. I was, I was not doing good coming up. I mean, I don't know if you guys can hear it in my voice, but I was not doing good coming up a gradual hill. <laughs> like, it's like, what is it, the elevation? <laughs> eight, 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 a little bit. Something yeah, like yeah, 8,000 like 80 feet. Something, you know, 8,000 something feet. But It doesn't help. Granted, I mean, you beat me up the hill and you weren't even, you're probably still breathing through your nose. And I was like, <laughs> you know, just, good God, I was like a fat kid trying to chase a donut. So, uh, it was just. It, not good. So I'm not going to be able to hunt near as hard um, as I was wanting to. So we're going to be relying on these bucks, staying close to these roads where I can make stock on something that we spot and then going after them from there. But 
Uh, Mitch was after a – what kind of buck were you planning on going for tomorrow? You're not very selective. Well, I am. It's just it's the bar's really low. <laughs> it just needs horns. Just needs horns. You're yeah. you're a meat hunter right now. Yes. Okay. Well, no, not exactly. I, I just I would encourage. I don't you come to, all the way over here. Yeah. To not kill something, and if I can kill a fork and horn, I'm gonna do it. Right. And there's a lot more meat on a mule deer than there is a blacktail. Right. And it's better uh, even than a fork and horn blacktail. It tastes better than your tag for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I just don't get that excited about them unless we see bucks like we saw on the way in here. Mm-hmm. You know that that whopping four point. Yeah, you don't seem to think he was that special, but he was a good buck. I haven't forgotten. Yeah, you know, for guys that want you know what numbers, he was a one fifty five. Being generous, he was pushing one sixty. Uh, you know, I got a really good look at him. Got him on video. Posted him on Instagram if you want to check him out. But um, <laughs> you'll see plenty of hopefully video or uh, videos and footage and, and pictures of a buck we get tomorrow. Hopefully, yeah. Um, you know, I got really high expectations for where we're at right now. It's been nothing but deer. Deer, deer, bucks, 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 lots of bucks, and and good size bucks, and stupid man, just dumb. S- stupid as yeah. all get out, standing there looking at you. They don't care. It is a different world chasing uneducated animals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's it's if it if it if elk hunting were this easy, it wouldn't be as fun. Right. And that's maybe why this isn't. Right. It's know. not. It's not elk hunting, and uh, I'm trying not to cough there. Uh, it's not elk hunting. And granted, you know, my heart goes to elk hunting. There's nothing for me that beats a bugle. And I, I've done some, you know, some cool hunts. And nothing comes close to a bull bugling at you in bow range. Pissed off, bugling at you. Nothing beats that. There, that is the pinnacle for me for hunting. Yeah. Granted, I haven't done moose yet and all that stuff. And that's coming. But it's probably not going to, it's probably not going to measure up to the sound of an elk bugling. Yeah. Just pissed off. Where are you? What are you doing? What, what is going on? I'm just, Show yourself, right? Coming in on you, right? Completely, completely blindsided by you having the upper hand. I don't know. Just seeing them, just when they come close enough to see, right? And close enough to get a look. You may not ever get the shot, but when when you've got them on a string and they're coming to you, I don't. It it makes you not a very good shot, (laughs) or or not that confident in anything Hmm. because they're they're so big and. It's crazy at, at, looking at them like that that they actually let us kill these things. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're so majestic. And right. <laughs> damn, they taste good, though. <laughs> it's like a unicorn. <laughs> oh, it man. It shouldn't be okay, but, you know, I'm glad it is. I, you know, elk, like I said, elk is the pinnacle, but I have a soft spot for mule deer, and I always have. They're always special, especially when you don't live in an area where you have mule deer. You have to travel to go see them, and then you realize, man, they're like twice the size of a blacktail. Like, no joke. Like, you can get a big 250-pound mule deer, a big one. Yep. And that one buck you killed, how many years ago was that? Two. Two years ago. That was one of the biggest. We could barely move it. <laughs> Two of us. <laughs> that was, we're, we're lucky we shot him where I shot him. Yeah, so. flat ground. Yeah, and uh, Near not camp. too far from a road that was pretty easy to just put the meat at That's and go get the truck. That's all in itself. So. So I'll tell my version of that story. Yes, well, let's go. Let's tell <laughs> so that story. So I'm not gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go from where I'm at camp. I'm not gonna go from me missing those two bucks because no one wants okay. to, no one wants to hear just about start me missing the story. two you know 175 180 class bucks. No, no, one no, to, no, no one wants to hear about that. No, not again. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> with a rifle. <laughs> with a rifle. I, okay, you don't hear this very often. If I would have had my bow with me, I would have killed the biggest buck I've ever seen, minus 
minus the, some of the bucks we've seen jabbing home that one time uh, near, <laughs> near Lapine. And I'll, I will drop that name down because I don't think anybody hunts like near Lapine. I don't no. know. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, these were like 200-inch bucks right off the highway. But um, this was 180-inch. Yeah, triplets, like monsters, three monsters hanging out together. Yeah, middle of the night. So we get a hot tip uh, from my folks who are over there mule deer hunting, and they're like, yeah, we're seeing all these like really big bucks, like <laughs> ones you see in the calendars. I'm like, yeah. It's my mom's first year over there. She's, you know, <laughs> okay, mom, yeah, well, show us when we get over there, you know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you know, I keep missing them, you know, like I just I just can't put it together. And, and uh, so we go over there, and uh, within the first 20 minutes, yeah, that's actually a yeah, that's actually a really nice buck. Yeah, that's not as big as the ones you've been missing, really. <laughs> you know, like holy crap, that's like a one sixty one sixty five class buck. And uh, long story short, um, I end up missing two of the big bucks. One of the big bucks she had missed. Same buck, same exact spot. Um, I had a long gun, fifteen pound long gun that was on like it was a six to twenty four power. 6.5 Creedmoor or a Ruger Precision that I was carrying around. The goal was you were going to shoot them if they were close. I was going to shoot them if they were long because we didn't know exactly where they were. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I, I sent Mitch where I honestly thought those bucks would go. I Because I'm like, I, I tell everybody, like, you're cool hand Luke. You are the sniper of deer camp. Like, I love taking you hunting with me. When we started hunting, I, used to, I tell you this all the time. I love taking you with me because I get to bring home the animals that I always miss because you're with me because you shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's send the actual guy that will actually hit what he shoots at uh, over here. And we're 100 yards apart. Maybe yeah, if that, if just that, far enough on a little plateau maybe not to see minute, each other. Maybe a minute after we split up, it was my idea. I jump a buck at 40, 35 to 40 yards, just almost out in the open. He's got a little bit, a little juniper between me and him. A big juniper, but he's on the edge of it, so he's got the branches. And so I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and as soon as I see him and he just stands there, I'm like, oh, God. I, I'm going to miss. <laughs> Time to perform. Time to perform. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> I wasn't even excited. I was so negative. I was like, God darn it. Like, where's Mitchell? Like, I was so I, – I honestly, I wasn't even excited. I was like, 15-pound gun. I'm way too excited. I have him on six power. And the branches, I'm going to see branches, grass, fur, Branches, grass, fur, branches, sky, fur, you know, just everywhere. <laughs> and then so I'm like trying my best. I get to a knee and I'm like, okay, all right, shoulder, good spot, grass. I, I mean, you know, it's like so zoomed in for me. I, and granted, I'm not, you know, it's a 15-pound gun. And granted, I, I must have had a lot of nerves going on because I I uh, aimed it, aimed that gun at a deer like 150 yards away and I was rock solid. <laughs> so uh, long story short. Missed it, one shot, and he jogs off. I'm like, didn't even try another shot. <laughs> it's like, oh god, why that happened to me? And then the buck that he was with, which is a you know 165, 170 class buck, um, for the guys that like the numbers, takes off the other way, and I can hear him running. But I'm like following the buck. You know, maybe I hit him. <laughs> I didn't hit him. And then um, I'm like yelling at Mitch. I'm like, get. Kill that deer. Mitch, <laughs> shoot that deer. He's going that way. Did you ever see him? Never. Never saw never him. Once. He uh, never once. Never caught a I mean, the bases were thicker than pop cans, guys. I mean, <laughs> he was big. And uh, and my mom described him the same way. I'm like, under that same, pretty much same juniper tree. And we spotted him from 800 yards, 1,000 yards. I don't know how far he far. was. And uh, naked eye, I'm pretty sure you could tell. Because yeah. he was skylined. Mm -hmm. like, Both that's, of them. That's a big buck. 
they were both big bucks. So fast forward, I get sick, surprise, like I am now, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not sure if I was throwing up or not, get really nauseous, get back to camp, and I'm like laying down, it's like noon, somewhere around noon, the way I remember it, and I'd missed two bucks, I'm like, I suck, you know, <laughs> give me my bow. I, I, oh, granted, where I was going with that, if I would have had my bow, I would have stuck that deer so easily. I would have been such a dead deer. <laughs> I, I wouldn't that. even, I wouldn't, I would have been. I, I would have bet my house. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm like, I would have killed that deer. But uh, long story short, uh, I'm laying at camp, feeling like dog poop, and I'm like starting to daydream off. And I'm like starting to daydream. And, and I, I remember like having like these, I don't remember what the dreams are, but I remember dreaming a little bit and then waking up like a truck would drive by. I'd wake up a little bit and then I'd start dreaming again. And then I start really nodding off. And then I hear what I thought was a gunshot. I'm like, was that in my dream? <laughs> or did that actually happen? Yeah, I remember this. And then uh, I'm like, what the hell? And then so I'm like, land, thinking, I'm like, that sounded like, a, I'm like, if that was in my dream, that sounded just like where Mitch was. I'm like, I just couldn't figure out whether it was, I, I wasn't sure or not. And then after quite a while, I hear steps coming and I'm still not fully, uh, you know, out out and I'm still half awake and I look and I, I see Mitch with a freaking sh- shit eating grin on his face. I'm like, that was Mitch that shot. And he doesn't miss. So uh what's he got? And he's smiling and he he you know he he'd probably smile if it was a spike, but uh you know, he's got a pretty good smile on his face. So and we we heard about a really big buck that had been uh thirty inch buck that had been using that area that people had been shooting at. And uh <laughs> Comes back and he's like, I forget what you said, but pretty much I got him, <laughs> you, you know, and you, you know, didn't take much explanation. I'm like, you got the big one, huh? You know, like, he's wide, he's wide. And, and, uh, it was, it was a 28 inch wide four point, such a cool buck, beautiful offhand shot, um, from the way that you describe it. Yeah. Well, it was, um, you should have been there. I should have been there. I was, you know, man, maybe you could have learned something. <clears throat> maybe I could have learned something, but <laughs> long story short, um, that was that was your awesome buck, and I don't know if your version's much different than mine. No, I had to get out of camp because you had just hated yourself so much, <laughs> and you're just being a real bummer. <laughs> was know? I? Yeah, you hate you. you I was it. sick. You don't? No, 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 no. I don't know how not healthy sick you were. I was. But sick. You were sick to your stomach yeah. about missing Pro- about an opportunity like that. I was that. feeling like poop, but yeah, I was probably. Throwing your missing. hat, you just don't, you really never understand how much somebody loves hunting until it doesn't really go their way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you love hunting. I'm not one of those guys that throws so. temper tantrums or anything, guys. But I really do beat myself up if I screw a great opportunity. I I am the one of the guys that says, I cannot believe <laughs> I just did that. You know, if and we I had beat myself up, if we had been in your vehicle, I, yeah. I, I would not have wanted to see what you would have done to it. That's how mad <laughs> you were. Because you're beating the crap out of the dash with your hat and everything yeah. else. Was I? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, you weren't happy. I but was I was a big buck. So, <clears throat> with all the uh, uh, faults and basically shortcomings, and yep. <laughs> we, uh, we decided to go back to camp and take a break. And we had her about a 30-inch buck running around our little area we were camping. And, uh, you know, if my thought wasn't, hey, maybe there's a 30-inch buck running around. Yeah. Maybe if there's one, there's more. There's something to shoot at. <laughs> it might be worth a walk. So I, I maybe went on a three mile, little 
circle. And this is like flat, thick juniper. Like you can't see 100 yards probably. No. And it felt good being in there knowing that if I saw something, it was going to be close. You know, I wasn't packing a long gun like you. It was just a 3 by 9 on a 300 wind mag. Yeah. And uh confident that I was just going to have a very limited amount of time to make it happen if I saw something at all. And uh, that's kind of how I grew up hunting blacktail. It was always don't you know never park on a landing and find them and shoot them from <laughs> eight hundred yards away. It was not right. like, it wasn't like that. It was get on a trail and they're one bush away from you, fifteen yards. They jump up, they're on the run, and you make that shot. And you only get one, and most of the time you don't see a lot of bucks. <laughs> yeah. And when you see one, they're they're hauling. Yeah, and very very yeah. rarely are they standing still and giving you giving you all the time in the world to right. get down, get prone, get a rest, put up bipods, any of that. It just mm-hmm. just shoot it. There it is. Shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, this one <laughs> had took me by surprise because I was pretty sure I was maybe, gosh, 50 yards from the road. Not not even a not even a gravel road, just a very uh, dirt, crude, right. mostly dusty well, road. Most Eastern Oregon roads yeah, suck. Yeah, just, just a piece of crap. Yeah. And... Uh, I was going to hit that road and walk right back to camp. We were parked off that road. That's where we were camped at. And mm-hmm. it was maybe another mile up the road from there. But I was a little wrong on that. It ended up being more like 400 yards. And uh, as I had already decided <laughs> that I wasn't going to see anything, I shouldered my rifle and walking and kind of still looking around. I look over and I, well, I thought it was a wild horse for a second. <laughs> <laughs> wild horse. Because yeah, it was just... Uh, <laughs> I could see the body, but you know, everything from the shoulders up was kind of mm-hmm. blocked out by a, just a limb on a juniper that I was pretty close to. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, what is that? Holy, look at this. <laughs> look at the hooves on that thing. <laughs> and I step out a little bit farther, and I can see this big, gray, dark, just old beautiful, buck. beautiful yeah. buck. Just old and heavy and just exactly what you want. Nothing nothing short of what you, what you daydream about. When yeah. You, out there, and he looked like he was forty-five inches wide at that <laughs> moment in time. He looked so wide, so wide. I just, I, I, I was about tripping over myself trying to get my gun off my shoulder mm-hmm. and take it off safety. And mm-hmm. I, as right when I go to draw on him, he spins and turns around and takes off, runs away. And he, he's not. He gets, but he gets a juniper, a big juniper, bushy juniper between him and I, mm-hmm. and he's going straight away from me. And through this little gap, I keep seeing the white of his ass over and over again mm-hmm. as he's bouncing. Every time it comes up, I can see it in the scope. And then after like the third or fourth time, I decide, well, I'm I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Next time I see that, he's close enough. If I see that in the crosshairs, he's he's getting it. 300 wind mag, 180 grain, mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty a, a pretty good round right up the you know Texas hard shot. <laughs> it should be enough. To get another shot, to get him down, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I did. And there was no indication of a hit or a miss. I had nothing to go off of at that, you know, right fr- from where I stood. But mm-hmm. as I walked closer, um, looking for blood, kind of where, kind of where he, you know, where I assumed he was when I shot. Nothing, nothing. Go a little farther. And before I ever saw the blood, uh, I heard him. He was gasping and wheezing and just struggling for air, and it just mm-hmm. sounded like a someone was really slowly letting the air out of a balloon or something. Mm-hmm. It was, it was it ended was, up making a killer shot. Dead, gi- dead giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then I get a little excited and I start moving real fast, going towards the sound, and I almost step on him. <laughs> and uh, he's so big, it actually like it shot it. 
it made me jump a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I almost stepped on this huge two hundred and forty pound, two hundred something at least. Huge, huge <laughs> mule deer. The buck I killed, um the four point I killed a year or two before that, that was a easy two hundred pound deer. And yeah. probably mm-hmm. two hundred and twenty pound deer. Right. And you're dwarfed, my deer. Well, you gotta. When we go to take that thing, and we just basically want to roll it over and just move it on pretty, it, pretty flat ground. Yeah. I, you know, not, <laughs> not, not bad at all. Yeah, and you're a pretty strong guy too. I mean, your physical labor, you, you were, you were in good shape. We were well, both in good shape. I feel like if this thing was just 200 pounds, I could have done it myself. Yeah. But when we both grab a hold of it, we could, we could barely, barely move it. it. I want. I, I don't want to be crazy and say it was pushing 300 pounds, but it, fe- it wouldn't. I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be far fetched, but. Two on flat ground, two guys could barely move a buck, and we had it by the horns. Just for a picture, you know, just just, picture. just to yeah. resituate him, yeah. not not like drag him up the hill. And I laid next to it, and it dwarfed me. Oh God, I you know I we have I put black tail or I put mule deer on my back and walked. Yeah, for out you know hole three hundred yards. <laughs> and granted, this thing was like a hundred pounds. I'm not gonna yeah you know, <laughs> a little <laughs> mule deer, a little sp- <laughs> little fork and horn, but. Uh, uh, that was so cool, though. That was such a big-bodied deer. That's what I love about mule deer. You never know how big of an animal you're going to see. I mean, no, and it's d- almost the sky's the limit, almost. The, the genetics change. There's there's a bit, such a huge difference in how old a buck has to be before it's so big, mm-hmm. depending on where you go. And, right. And, like, the fact that a probably one-year-old buck was 100 pounds and then somewhere else a, a one-year-old buck could be 200 pounds right. is... Pretty well, crazy. look at the uh, look at the two bucks that we saw tonight. You had the four point, which I'm guessing the genetics around here are really good, and I'm guessing, um, you know, I could say four and a half, but obviously they're all born the same time of year, so I just call them four, three, four. Um, but obviously, I know guys, it's a half because they're born, you know, in the spring. So it's probably a four year old deer max, max. Because he didn't have the mass. No, in the body. He didn't have the belly. Their bodies weren't there yet. They, no. They weren't but They the weren't colored point, like old bucks. They weren't. Yeah, but the four point dwarfed the fork and horn in body size. And this was a 20 inch, probably a 18 to 20 inch fork and horn with good, with good forks. A good buck. You know, probably a 115 inch fork and horn. 120 inch fork and horn. They got, they got their bodies like two year old, two year old, two, little over two year old mule deer. And horns like five year old mule. It's yeah. it's weird. It's a weird I, I would combination. I give the body size on that four point one hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, you know they they get a lot bigger and they don't yeah. have to be. I mean, he's they're young. They're young and they're huge. Might it's even just, be smaller than that. The body size. But yeah, I mean, and and that's just really. I mean, he he was a young buck. You know, I, I'd like to really get a seven you know seven year old buck out of here because that would be a freaking stud. You, you have a guy that's been. Hunted for seven years. You're the one that got them. Yeah. You know, you, you really did something. You're letting the other bucks come up. I just really love that hunting that more age class than, than really size class. I mean, if I can see a really old buck, like that one you killed. Yeah. That four point we're talking about here. That had to be an eight, at least a seven-year-old buck. It, probably eight, because he was probably reverting. He was getting skinnier antlers. Yeah. Old face. Just everything you look for in an old buck, this guy had. You know, teeth were worn down. Yeah. Yeah, you know. that's it, it's so many indications. He's, yeah, I'd yeah. say he's probably at least, honestly, I'd say he's at least eight. But to be conservative, probably s- at least seven. <laughs> I don't want to sound too far-fetched. Yeah, well, you know, where he was, I wouldn't have given – it's hard to give him seven where, where he was hanging he was out. In, he was in Roadhunter Central. Yeah, he's – you know, you know, Mr. Popular had to be. Yeah. You know, how he lo- was shot at. How many people have seen that buck? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then that was such a cool deer. I was so pumped for you to get your big buck because the uh, 
previously I'd killed that nice four point and uh and I was like, you know, I was really rooting for you. <laughs> There's and, uh, another story, here we go. What? <laughs> well what? the oh the year the year you got that buck. The big the one you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. And what and, story's that? Well mine. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh the day God, before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could talk about ethics on this podcast yeah. about how not to shoot over people's heads. Yeah, or how not to I hope that use people that are pointing at in a direction <laughs> as where there might be deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we were back there. Okay, let, let's just lay this one out and yeah. let's let... 100%. Let, you tell us, as the listener, what you would have done on this, on, on Instagram. I'll post this episode on Instagram, the, you know, the picture of it. You tell me in the comment section, when you get a chance, when this posts... What you would have done in this situation. Here's the scenario. I'll let you go. Me? Yeah. Okay, so this was day two, right? Day two. Two, Cause, yes. Because day one, there was some ex- excitement. Yeah, saw a nice three-point, didn't get him. No. Um, and then we're back in the same area yeah. looking for him or another This is all on foot from camp. Uh, Just are, to get to where we're hunting, it's like a mile? Right. Not Maybe half a mile? To where we're hunting? Yeah. If you walked straight there, yeah. Yeah, we, we ver- did. We very much did not do that at all. We we made a huge loop, and we were basically wrapping the day up. It had to have been the, you know, mid-afternoon, 2, 2, 2.30. Well, I'm talking about from, from the point where you get up towards the ridge from camp. Yeah. And we're walking all the way over there. It's pretty close to a mile. For, just from that, camp just or that, from the ridge? Just from the camp to the ridge. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have a mile before you even daylight. Every bit. Every bit of a mile before you're really hunting. Yeah. Before you're really hunting. So, But there's no way to get up there. And, I mean, if you do, you're cutting you know, three quarters of a mile right. on the little crappy road. Just awful. If you want to beat your truck up, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, but we walked it. No, it's not worth it. Not to mention, always get a little moving a little bit before yeah. the sun's up anyway. Get where you want to be right when it's coming up. Yep. Make as little noise as possible. All the things that everybody knows. And we hunt this big kind of circle, and the plan is to make our way back to camp right about the time we're done hunting, maybe go somewhere else for an evening hunt. Right. It's late afternoon. We have <laughs> stripped clothes off to the point that I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in a white T-shirt. That's <laughs> how warm it got and how wore out we got. How I'm, far back there are we? Uh, we, as a crow flies, probably f- f- uh, Close to four miles from camp. As a crow flies. Yeah. Like, yeah. we are back there walking, and it's not flat. No, this is after about a seven and a half mile <laughs> circle <laughs> that we made. Right. And uh, we get, we're, we're, we see some promising little uh, springs and green, yeah. you know, some, just we some start stuff. seeing some deer. Yeah. Finally. We, we can, no, and they're, they're far. We're talking, you know, three quarters of a mile yeah. far, and they're does. Yeah. But. We there, have nothing else to go on. We got so a we're spring going that way. that's ju- basically just a little. It it starts from nothing and it's got just green foliage and little trees growing up everywhere and a lot of cover for a long ways all the way down to a big lake. And yeah, it's a uh, it's a good little place to be and get on it and just follow it and see what we can find hiding or bedding down for mm-hmm. you know mid afternoon like it was. We that's what we were kind of hoping for <laughs> as we start getting farther and farther away from where we're, we're going to want to end up being back at camp. <clears throat> we're in there so far, and we see a uh, side-by-side. Way off. Uh, I'd, I'd say way off the road. Oh. But there's probably a road near where they're at, but yeah. I think they drove off of it. Yeah, they, they're back there just bouncing around on a rhino, and just yep. they pull up to the top of this little canyon. 
both Rim Rock. We have a really good, really good vantage point of what's going on up there. Right. They park, they get out, they walk out to the edge of the Rim Rock, and we're basically on the far side, way farther down than they are. They have no idea we're there. Opposite side of the canyon. We could tell they didn't know we were there because they never looked our direction right. once, and they would have at least thrown binoculars. Yeah, you had a white sure. shirt on too. Yeah, <laughs> white a white T-shirt and blue jeans. It's like eighty-six degrees. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. The camo came off. We're we taking were, a break, getting water and yeah. stuff. It's rifle hunting. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. have to press because we haven't no. seen a buck in how, seven miles. How camo? <laughs> how much camo do you need to be at two hundred yards? I mean, yeah, yeah. But uh, long story short. We're watching these guys, and I'm like, I'm I'm pretty hot because I'm like, we walked all the way back here, mm-hmm. not to get screwed, right? Like, we we are back here. If something's back here, we we deserve it, right? Like that's our deer. Like, not not that we own anything, but when you get back there, it's not it's not even a sense of entitlement. It's just like you're determined. Any deer that's back there, that's a good buck. You that that's your deer. Well, like, that's the point. The point of doing that and like going through the extra work is yeah to get away from the competition and to do just to be the guys that are doing what what they don't want to do and if you can cut out a lot of your competition by working harder you know maybe you might not get around everybody but you uh, at least half right you can you can just cancel them out because they're not going to do the work when they could just stand on a ridge and glass and right move on right but we're out there we're we are gone we're we're in it we're sweating right here how many bottles of water later right going for it and then these guys pull up and we start watching them we don't think much of it we're you know that's kind of sucks they're out Public here ground, like, man. yeah you know we, nothing we can do about it right not, they're not not supposed to be there i guess maybe they i wouldn't say with with i mean they could say they should they were supposed to be there but maybe not take their quad or whatever it was as far as they did right who knows what kind of gates they went through whether there was right. any private I mean, right but they they found a way back into a place that i did not know that you, you could, could drive you could get to yeah and uh all open pretty pretty much you can see 360 degrees with patches of trees yeah and it's a great fr- spot for them to glass from i mean right. i don't blame them right but well, they, they, and then we so we, we watch them we get an idea of what they're doing in there watching and kind of pointing over to our side of the canyon it's not, after, not a after small about canyon. 15 minutes one yeah. of them pulls up his binoculars and then you see the other guy come over to him and then the other guy that told the other guy to come over to him points right yeah a lot of pointing a lot yeah. of a lot of looking like, at the same place i'm like mitch they see something on our side yeah. <laughs> like that's our deer like, <laughs> <laughs> look at them look at them uh, look at them they, they've been looking at that spot. Like, no, <laughs> no. I'm like, no. They see something. Like I was immediately. I, I, I immediately. I knew from a thousand yards away that they were trying to kill a deer f- f- on our side. Like I, I mean, I didn't know, but I was so like. Well, that's that's kind of the way we needed to go to get back to we, camping. We were heading that way, yeah. despite what 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 they were going to do. But I was so convinced. I convinced myself that I just absolutely knew that they were pointing at a deer. And they were gonna go kill it out from under us, and they're gonna beat us to it. I'm like, ain't no way in hell is that happening. <laughs> Get up! <laughs> like we are going. Yeah. We're like trying to figure out like where on the ridge they're pointing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on yeah. high alert. Yeah, we, we, we are. We start just a mad dash yeah. for kind of that direction. Yeah, and, and by, I, well, st- not by this time they see us. Right, they know they we're there. Be. We stand up. We start walking. Yeah, based on where they ended up, when they ended up there, they yeah. saw us very quickly. Yeah, and because they, they didn't like what they yeah. saw and yeah. where we they, were headed. <laughs> one guy started running pretty much down the hill, yeah. and one guy went way around, yeah, like farther up the canyon, and then one guy went like down the steepest part of the rim rock. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, 
we got hundreds of yards on these guys, mm-hmm. and we're probably only 300 yards from what they were pointing at, Yeah, maybe. So it's like, what are you guys doing, man? <laughs> and so go ahead. Go ahead. Well, as we're <coughs> kind of trying to keep an eye on what they're doing, one guy, he goes so far down the canyon, he's about in the bottom. He mm-hmm. disappears. We don't see him anymore, but we know what, we know what he's doing. He's way behind us. Yeah, he's behind us. Way behind but us. But they, they know what we're doing. They know where we're going. They're going to beat us. They're, they're dead set. They're going to beat us there. Yeah. One's a younger guy. It's father and son. Yeah. The, the younger old. guy, like, in his 30s. Yeah. The other guy's 50s, 60s. 60s. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's taking the easy way down. He's gonna right. be. He's gonna be a while. The other guy's running, basically jogging. <laughs> trying. So we're trying to keep an eye on that and kind of get up to the top where we can see something at the top of this rim rock. And yeah, we lose track the, of the yeah. guy running. Well, I I don't know why I would have been looking for deer <laughs> because we could see this entire hillside. We were literally maybe sixty yards from the from getting to basically the top of the horizon where we could see kind of what Everything. be in the area where they were looking and see what they were looking at it was just nothing but a, you know, just a horizon. Right. We, 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 there was no deer on the slope once we, on, they were on top of the slope. Right. But they decide they're going to jump up as we get within about 60 yards of them and run the ridge right on the edge of the rim rock, right on where the flat meets the steep, just right. for for 200 yards they did that. And uh, you, big buck, big buck. <laughs> <laughs> Look right there, Mitch, big buck. 60 yards. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps up with like three, I don't know, a couple does, three does yeah. or something like and that. We're panting. Yeah. We're, we're pretty out yeah. of breath at, at the time. But All right, so the fireworks start going <laughs> off. Okay, so you've got me who grew up with, shoot, shoot it, shoot it, wait. What What are you doing? Shoot it. Like, <laughs> like no, no calmness, no, you know, like target panic galore like rush the shot just doesn't matter where you hit just shoot it you know like that's what i kind of grew up with not, not like not like take your time kid right. you know like spray and spray it and was like shoot <laughs> shoot it what are you doing and then each time you missed it was like more intense yeah and it, so uh start to get a little more concerned. i i pull up i have i have my pat gun i have my uh remington vtr 308 um it's probably the same scope six power you had your viper on it yeah six power 624 yeah. same scope and um I'm just racking shells through it like it's a, it like it might as well just been an automatic, a fully semi-automatic gun. Yeah, cover fire. <laughs> You're laying cover and, fire. And uh, I can see rocks <laughs> spraying all around it when it's running. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna kill this deer either. <laughs> uh, I'm like Mitchell, please, please shoot. And then and then you you pull up next to me and and your first bullet jammed or deer it was a dud. Remember that? Yes, yes, I do it remember went that. Click. Yep. Hit hit the primer and everything didn't go off. No, that was when he was close. Yeah, <laughs> first shot when he was close. 60-something yards. Yeah, by this time, I probably got three shots off. Yeah. <laughs> now so you load a new, another shell. I've re- ejected that sucker. I yeah. got a new one in, and uh, it's off, off to the races. And this thing right. holds four. I shot three, reloaded, shot once. And I had a, I had three left when it was all said and done. And I, I yeah. honestly didn't. I couldn't have told you what I had or what I had shot or, you know, whatever. It was a counting game at the you end. You shot three times? I shot four times. Four times. That's I'm, a lot for I, you. I hit it three. Yeah. So. you, t- I told you, I'm like, I don't think you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't have guessed it. That's the, So this is a whole other subsection yeah, of the story. Yeah, we will get into that. This, yeah, but. Let's get into that part Basically, when, it, when it comes. Let's 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 describe what we were seeing. We were seeing Rocks a, a, a mule deer just prancing off yeah. as bullets were just boing, boing, flying, boing, boing. just one after the other. A yeah. total of seven or eight, right? World War Three went off no, for about no, five seconds. Nine because because of a little extra. That yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We still haven't got there yet. 
So in the middle of all the shooting, I'm like, I give up. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to kill this deer. And uh, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I, that's why, you know, I, I love being a good shot with a bow is because I suck so bad with a rifle. Um, I, you know, I was just like, come on, Mitchell. <laughs> you know, you're our last hope. <laughs> and then I hear something zing over my head. I'm like, like, like. It was really weird, hard to describe. Yeah, like if you've ever almost like paper <laughs> ripping, like a long piece of paper ripping, extremely fast. Like, yeah, like yeah. Whoosh, like whoosh, like just right over your head. That's like, how I would psst. describe it, like a firework of some kind. It's like a kind of like a like a bottle rocket after it's gone after it's through the air, but not making the the like the shoosh, yeah kind of almost just like the fuse of a firework. You know, almost like, whoosh, really. I'm know. like, what was that? And uh, <laughs> deer goes out of view. And I'm like, I don't think you hit it. I saw rocks flying every shot you shot, right? (laughs) I saw where your bullets were hitting. You suck. I suck. We're seven miles from camp. (laughs) (laughs) We got to walk all of it. Five of that miles is uphill. Yeah. You know, through how many miles of uphill. And then, like, the last little spot is downhill. I'm like, (laughs) we are so screwed. (laughs) <laughs> like we just shot the only deer out of here, and <laughs> and uh, and we walk uh, towards where the deer was, you know, checking for blood, looking for blood, and all of a sudden, this like guy is like yelling or something. We saw him. I think we saw him before he said anything. Yeah, and it was like it, where the deer I, was. I would say. 13 seconds, 14, like just after, after the last shot I took where the deer disappeared over the hill. Yeah. A guy comes over that same hill. Yeah. And he said, wow. Wow, you almost shot me. That's the closest I've ever come to getting shot. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm, I'm like a ghost. I'm, I'm like, we both speechless. We both, our jaws were on in the the sagebrush. I almost (laughs) just killed somebody. Like I, I, (laughs) I don't do that. Like I, I'm responsible with where my muzzle's at, you know, like I don't, do stupid stuff like that. I may be a horrible shot, you know, offhand, but I'm not an idiot. No, he was kind of skyline on the last shot I took, going between a little <laughs> gap. I waited in the gap for him. He's coming yeah. between two two juniper trees. Yeah. And uh, when he was there, I shot, and I know I know I hit him because of because of the way he went down. He went from like a healthy run to a <laughs> double, you know, right. double lower. But that in the, in that same gap, just about is where that guy popped yeah. up and. You know, the and shooting was over. He yeah, he's like, <laughs> I've never been that close to being shot before, and he's like, I almost sounded excited, but I'm sure he was like surprised, yeah. like scared. bucket list, check it yeah. off, <laughs> <laughs> get shot today. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he took it really well. He did well. It was his fault. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent on him. He, he knew well, what he was doing. He didn't know the deer was going to run his direction. He was but. hoping it was going to run towards him. That's what he told us, and I remember yeah. him. I'm like, wait. You set up to where a deer was going to run towards that guys were going to shoot at so you could... Are you stupid? (laughs) Are you dumb? Like, why would you do that? Like, these aren't bows. These are guns. Why would you literally put yourself on the other side of a deer that's going to get shot at with guys that have no idea what your plan was? No, and once we saw the deer, we we weren't watching him. Yeah. Like, we didn't know... We lost him a while ago. Yeah. He, we were like, dude, he's so far back behind the hill. No, he ran. Yeah, he, he guy must have been in good shape because he ran up a hill and it got above us somehow. Like he was in good shape. Um, I was like, holy crap, we almost killed somebody. Like that is crazy stuff. I'm like, like thinking, what in the heck is going on here? And then uh, his his dad, 
because that was the young guy. Um, we go look for looking for the deer, and he says it ran over here, right? Um, and I maybe yeah, he he went behind this tree and he never came. Yeah, out. Yeah, he never came out, and so I'm like, well, it's because he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and then there's no there's no blood, him. there's not a drop of blood. No, nope. period. And we we're looking along the way, and then uh, somebody goes over by that juniper tree and I'm like, oh, there he is. It was him. Oh yeah, he found him for us. Laying right here, you know. Oh, there he is. Yeah, just deader than yeah, just yeah. And uh, I'm like, my bad. You did you did shoot him because I'm like, <laughs> I didn't claim to have any bullets in the deer. I know, well, him, you know. I it would have been it would have been hard to tell who whose was whose. You know, you're shooting a 30 caliber. I'm shooting 30 caliber. Shooting different bullets though. Well, and that's where that's how we know both 30 caliber, both. It, the whole size wouldn't have been enough if my bullets weren't doing what they were doing. Right, it would have been impossible we'll get, to tell. Right, but I. So where I went wrong was I decided I'd spend a little more on some, <laughs> some fancier bullets. Something I could shoot a little farther Wasn't and be it, a little uh, more accurate. Federal premium. It was a federal. Uh, it was a Nosler um, yeah. partition. Right? Nosler partitions, yeah. But it was like a federal. Federal, round federal with a nozzler nozzle, yeah, mm-hmm. partition. Two hundred eighty-five grain. Right. Uh, something about these things. They they just weren't expanding. Maybe and that was, was the third deer I've had that happen to. The the one nice buck I got. Yep. I mean laser Black beams. Mm-hmm. Laser beams. And that doesn't do anything. No. It unless you hit something vital. It just nope. it, you got to break something. They don't even slow down. Nope. And apparently they don't even act like they got hit. Nope. There's like no knockdown. There's no there's no shock to their body. Yeah. It just flies right through them. It was like literally like shooting laser beams through a deer. You know, like bug bites. I don't know what. Yeah. It doesn't affect them at all. So um, so now we're like, oh, sweet. You know, we got the deer. And uh, so we're talking to the guy. The guy's being totally cool. You know, granted, I 100% was his fault for almost getting killed. Um, in, my, in my opinion. And then the dad comes up. He's like, hey, whoa. Hold on, I shot once. I'm like, that's what that ripping sound was. Yeah. I wanted to, you son of a gun, like I was so mad. To describe this, we were, he was at the very base of a slope, and we were, uh, you know, almost to the top. Yeah. And he shot over us to shoot this deer that was basically just a little farther down the ridge right. than we were. Right. He know. knew where we were at, and he still shot right over our heads. Right. I mean, I bet that bullet was 20 feet from our head. Not even 20 feet from our head. At the elevation of about our heads. Yeah. You know, from... Yeah. Well, yeah, it couldn't have been 20 feet, because that deer was... I mean, we were... Man, that bullet was pretty darn close. He though. shot past us, basically. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. by much. Not by much. I bet it was within feet. And he knew where we were. He yeah. saw us, and probably in his scope. You know, like, yeah. that's an irresponsible shot. Yeah. You don't take that well, shot. Well, y- what are you doing? But, I mean, these guys... They knew they were beat to whatever they saw, but they tried to make a play on it anyways. Yeah. Okay. So, so right about the time I shot last, he sh- that's that's right when he sh- we shot in the mix of all of our shootings. Yeah. Hard to say exactly when, but he was just bound and determined that that thing went down. He because he apparently it saw two sixty four mag. He saw it go down. Yeah. Right after right he after shot. he shot from like four hundred and fifty yards. Two sixty four, or was it, yeah, it was two sixty four. I remember because it, it was two sixty four because I want one. Two sixty four, pushing five hundred yards. Yeah, says that one, one shot offhand. One shot offhand. After I shot that thing, went down. Yeah, well, we were started at sixty. I didn't probably get a shot shot off till it was about eighty something. Yeah, and then again at maybe ninety five, and again at maybe a hundred, and maybe the last <laughs> one at you know right. one hundred twelve, whatever. It, not, none of them were very far, but he's on the run, and you kind of want to 
not keep doing what you're doing when you do what usually works, and they just keep on running. Right. Like you know, <laughs> that's the issue. What do you What do you do when you when you think you're how making good shots? How am I missing? How am I missing? Right. Are you kidding me? You know, one of them right. I did miss, but he and took a little jump up to the next little level of rim rock right as I was shooting. So you undershot. And I he, I just shot between his hoofs. You know, he yeah. hit. I saw that one hit the rim rock. I I know what happened there. Well, I, each one we saw the rocks yeah. flying because mm-hmm, I was going right through. Them. Yeah, because <laughs> your bullets were still bullets. Yeah. <laughs> they were still. Probably like ninety nine percent retention. Yeah, they didn't slow down. And at all. Uh, so, long story short, this this guy comes up, says, "Hold on, now that you know <laughs> that that deer dropped right when I shot, you know, offhand five hundred yards away with a two sixty four. Cool, man. You know, like let's figure it out. You know, we've got three shots in this deer, three holes. Yeah, which one's yours? <laughs> well, let's take a closer look at it. And I think was it you that grabbed the 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 rack and then saw the bolt hole in the rack? Yeah, probably. And it was a, I mean, it was too small of a hole for a. 30 cal. Obviously. I mean, obviously, we, put, we could di- put your bullet up to it, and the di- just the bullet size wasn't didn't match. Well, it, not only that, that was a big one too, but like it was a, it center punched his uh, his main beam. No, right. no, it was it was his his G2. It was the G2. Yeah. It center punched it, and instead of just obliterating obliterating it and you know blow it in half, mm-hmm. it changed direction of the bullet yeah. <laughs> and it splintered off to the side yeah and it it, it had a perfect and it bullet. was a fairly small hole it was an indent like like you you stabbed it with a number two pencil like a half moon like, almost yeah, like right yeah. right in the center of it yeah and it splintered off to the side so first of all the size of a 30 caliber uh, you know a 300 wind mag yeah. is it's not gonna look the bullet right sizes anyway. didn't match the the hole that it left and at between 80 and 100 yards that's not what it's going to do. <laughs> not not, not at your all. bullet. No, <laughs> not it, not any bullet. It, it's not going to change direction instead right. of just breaking that antler in pieces. You know. Yeah. So it looks a little bit more like somebody shot it with a twenty caliber from five hundred yards away. <laughs> so, right. so yeah, even over it and yeah. above it. Yeah and, yeah, and he agreed. You know. Yeah, he agreed. I mean, you can't just, argue with no. obviously when you when you take your bullet out of your gun and you put the bullet in the hole and yeah. it doesn't fit. <laughs> Close. If the bullet don't fit, don't yeah. wear it. <laughs> you must quit. Yeah, you must quit. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be the name of the episode. <laughs> the bullet don't fit. The bullet don't fit. <laughs> um, but anyways, so that happened. We almost killed somebody. Regrettably, and I'm not bragging or saying that lightly. We almost shot another hunter who put himself in position to get shot. Right. And then almost got shot. By his partner. Yeah, both of those things. In one in, in, one, in, in one 30 situation. Seconds, in less than 30 seconds, in mm-hmm. like 10 seconds. Yeah. And it was no, you know, it wasn't like about yeah. f- arguing or, you it, know, it, No, like we that. were all it cool. Was, I mean, it got a little, little like, guy, are you really telling me you killed this thing offhand at 500 yards with a 264 when there's clearly the bullet right here? And not yeah. only that, like he had three he, other bullets. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he left still convinced he, he killed that thing. You know. He's like... Well, have fun with it anyways. You know, yeah. like, have well, fun with that one. Yeah, you guys have a long pack ahead of you. Yeah. Laughed about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> laughed about it and then walked off. So, and yeah, he was w- right. Yeah, we, it was. It was hell. It was a son of a gun. <laughs> that sucked. But it's uh, over now. It was <laughs> over now. It's been over for a while. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it's a good time. But, uh, so my question to you, if you're still listening to this episode, were we wrong? <laughs> Did we do the wrong thing? Using those guys, pointing their fingers towards somewhere we were going anyways, but now we definitely booked it over there to get in front of them? Or were they wrong? I mean, is that just... How do you, I don't know. That's a really unique situation. Because for me, I'm seven, you know, 
five, at least five miles back there, at least, probably seven, on foot. These guys drive up probably where they're not supposed to be. I'm like 99% sure they should not have been driving there. Walk 20 yards to the edge and then glass and then spot a buck and then see hunters going towards the buck and then try to beat them to it. Who's wrong? Who's right? What do you do? <laughs> well, it'd be hard to... Uh Perfect strangers, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag public ground. We yeah, we don't really <laughs> care whether or not they kill one. You know, we don't want to get in their way or anything. Right. We, we can't just assume everybody's a nice person and they don't deserve <laughs> something like that. I guess. But uh, I mean, I don't know what you do. I mean, when I'm back there that far, and I really don't like quads. I okay. I I love quads. I love. I just don't like the people that abuse the rights of. The people who use them ethically and responsibly, where they take them on the roads that should be on, they don't make their own roads, you know. But it just seems like every year we run into these guys that are just not doing the right thing, and they're always on quads or uh, rhinos or whatever they're called, ATVs. And uh, it just really, that, that kind of just set me off right there. I was like, here we go again. You know, we're way back here, and, you know, I'm going to be darned if I'm going to, you know, have something shot out from under us that we worked our butts to get off over here. You kind of like just refigure the whole scenario. If you pulled up on some landing and you saw somebody glassing and you started glassing kind of where they were glassing, you saw something and you try mm-hmm. to make a play on it before them. It is a little bit different when there are people already somewhere you seeing something and you just try and beat them to it, try and just take it. Yeah. Whatever. You know, there have been situations where we have offered a long gun to the people that don't have it for something that they're yeah. looking at. So we're not those people. No, you, we are the guys that are like, hey, no. dude, I got the gun that no. will make that if shot. I, w- I might as well see it if you're going to shoot at it. Here, you can take yeah. this. This you Increase your yeah. odds. Of I will it right dial now. it in. I'll set yeah. it up. All you got to do is pull the trigger, man. Yeah. That, 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 that's more of the kind of people yeah. I like to think we are. But when this, this, those guys, they just rub us the wrong way being... Almost, well, first of all, almost shooting us. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I think we made the decision that we're talking about before yeah. they ever shot, shot oh, over yes, us. Oh, yes, yes. No, that, that's that's a fair assessment. And the, but the thing is, it's like you're just going to roll in here on your quad miles and miles and miles Granted, in the back country. Granted, you know, if they were where they were supposed to be, cool. Let's let's just let's just say that, that they were using it responsibly. Right. Let's just pretend they were. You know, here's pretend. the thing. Yeah, they did have that. You know, they, they had the quad. They had the advantage. We still beat them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, but yeah, let's just pretend they did the right thing. Even if they were back there when they were supposed to be, you know, on a ATV, all this stuff. Now were we wrong? If they were on foot? Yeah. No, if if they were back there, like they pulled up to that rim rock legally. You know, if there was a road there, which I'm telling you right now, there's not a road there. No. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just saying, would we be wrong if they were there responsibly and right? I still, I don't know, because we were headed, we were, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody listening, we were going to run into that book, whether they pointed it at it or not, they were the catalyst for us getting to that book. We we made a decision to go over there intentionally and and check it out. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have done that if they were, you know, if we knew there was a highway. We would have took our time and... You know, a main road or something. We if we'd seen that, it'd been like, well, it's what we get for hunting around a road. We know better. Yeah. You know, if we don't do that, that's kind of yeah. that, the whole the whole thing is that's why we don't like road hunt or even push skid roads or makes make loops from road to road. And right. We just 
to get rid of the competition. You know, it's hard enough. It's hard enough to get it done out there. And we're talking about archery, yeah, it, yeah. If you the harder you can work, the easier you can make it. And yeah, we're talking about a unit that has over three thousand tags yeah. at that time. Yep. And in my opinion, there should be fifteen hundred, maybe. Yeah, maybe it gets and a little competitive. Then, since then, they backed it down to twelve hundred because it had a bad winter. But uh, we're talking about a unit that is, in my opinion, severely overhunted. Severely, like you'll see camps with thirty people in them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I mean, there's right, not right. that many deer and there. The, you know, just <laughs> however many deer hanging. You know, God, yeah, sometimes. One or two deer here. We went through that one camp, and there was hoofs, and there must have been like oh yeah, must have been like that was our area. Three dozen hoofs hanging from this yeah. tree. Like, there was <laughs> there was a lot of deer worth of hooves right there. Yeah, I mean it was it was really weird. Like I've never seen people hang hooves no like that to like show you hey yeah we did good. That was really weird. Yeah, it was I, a big. It's really off putting. I didn't like that. No, I, 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 and it was it pretty was, much was there was no one there. There was no one there. They were gone by the time they we got left there. the hooves behind. It was like it was, a it was like a hanging tree of hooves mm -hmm. like somebody ornaments. somebody had left this behind and it, you just know it's like what's left around here when this, they kill when they kill 16 deer or and none of them like i'll that. tell you right now none of them were big hooves all of them were tiny like smaller than a black like big a, a decent black tail hook like yeah. track like none of these bucks were probably bigger than a fork and horn or three point yeah and i can tell you that honestly that's not an exaggeration because we know the bucks that were in there <laughs> and there was like one buck we heard about that was big, that was getting shot at, but he was always eluding people. And then uh, there was another nice four-point in that area from an earlier trip. And the rest of them were tiny, tiny forking horns, like 20, 20, 20 tiny forking horns. There's like a nursery yeah. in there. We don't hunt that area no uh, anymore. Had it at like once, twice. The back of Pine Creek? Yeah. Oh, you said it. Oh, oh my God. God, Oops. we're gonna have to edit that out. Oh no! We go boop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a lot of pine creeks out there. Yeah. Good luck finding that one. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. We don't want there anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, but tell the hoof guys we said. What's yeah, up. tell the hoof guys <laughs> to quit hanging their hooves. But uh, you know that's that's the stuff that you put up with on public ground, and they had they were you know and they were totally legal in trying to beat us to that deer. Safe, responsible. I'm not going to say that. Were we being safe and responsible? We were. As well, far if I would have known people. that was going to happen, I wouldn't have done it. No, you no. know. To me, they had no chance at beating us to that deer. No, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that happened the way it happened. To be honest, I thought we we had a we had them dead yeah. rights. We didn't have far to go up the hill. We weren't going to be slow about it. We we moved as fast as we could and. and they were running. I mean, I never yeah. really turned around and we took were, a good we look. We were running. We were just no, not us. Then, yeah, yeah. You know, to, for him to get where he got when he got there, yeah, it, that he was just in a mad dash, like mad dash, gonna like risk it all to get. It to wasn't beat even us that there. big of a buck. And how could they know what we that we knew what yeah. they knew? You know, like how yeah. they had no way of knowing. Yeah, hey, we saw you guys pointing, so yeah. we came over here. Like, they must have saw us pointing. Yeah, no, I really doubt that yeah, happened. Doubt you know, that like, too. They're just yeah. like, oh, they're gonna walk right into these bucks. Yeah, and, I guarantee and that's jumping. what happened. Yeah, we gotta make them. We gotta move now. We gotta well, go. Well, if they like, and, and granted, they were only five hundred yards. No, eight hundred yards from that deer. Yeah, from on top of the rimrock. Probably. So the guy took an offhand 500-yard shot when he had a good, solid rest at 800. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that was that's just a really bad shot on that guy's. 
Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing is, we had already shot so many times before he decided he was going to. Yeah, and just, he saw the deer go down, yeah. so he knows that deer was probably getting hit, or he he saw it, you know, getting shot at. So I don't know, man. I I just I feel like we did something wrong, almost shooting somebody like that. Yeah. How can you not? Yeah. Well, it definitely scared the scared, scared the crap out of both of us. Out of me, you know, to just basically pull your rifle down count your shells and start walking towards where all the action last where the last time you saw it yeah. was and then there's a boom there's a guy standing there yeah. like what 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 right like man if that had been 30 seconds ago yeah god but luckily it wasn't and luckily it didn't and sometimes luckily he didn't shoot towards us yeah the thing is we knew they were there it, it, we didn't know that he was there no no we didn't know he was there but like we knew that there were people around the way we did it, they should have been behind us. They should have been. Last time we saw him, he was in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then a couple minutes goes by, and he's above us with yeah a couple hundred yards. Like I, that guy's in great shape. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> you shouldn't have to worry about other people. Um, you know, and I guess they could say the same thing about us. You shouldn't have to worry about other people trying to beat you to the same deer, buck, bull, whatever it may be. And when you're doing that, you're asking for bad situations to happen. I guess. I mean, it was a it was a nice buck. It was a nice three point. It wasn't big. Well, it was a nice buck. Um, but yeah, I mean, what could we have done different? Just, I mean, we were we took a t- fifteen minute break, twenty minute break. It was time to go, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what we could have done different outside of not hauling butt over there. Right, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the we would only have glassed more, took our time. That's the only thing that we that could be conceived as unethical or whatever you want to call it was was like Getting deciding we were going to do this, then doing it. Yeah, and instead of just having it happen naturally, you know, accidentally running into those deer, right? And, and that little group and that little buck jumping up, and right. That's that's the only thing, you know, but. <laughs> you got to understand how upset you are to see somebody <laughs> roll up and just find a buck yeah. on an ATV when you've been walking for seven miles and just having no luck, man. We saw a little spike that day. We saw a couple does, and yeah. we saw probably 10 deer that day. Something. I mean, and, and it also the, the sparks a lot of curiosity when they are pretty excited about something. You can tell by the way mm-hmm. they're pointing, the way they're looking. They just they're they're fixated on something. I wonder what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what they're hunting. You know what they're looking yeah. for. Obviously, something's got their attention. Like, right. let's go see if we can get in the middle of this. <laughs> I, I bet know. it's a big buck. <laughs> you know, you automatically go to a massive buck that they're pointing at. That and it, you it know, was just a decent for Not to make it point. sound like we went right to it like we knew where it was. We <laughs> we just had an idea. It was on our side. It was on our side. And it was our side. We were closer. We were going to go see if we could see it. We weren't going to go see if we could jump we it. Were, how far do you think we were from that deer? 2 or 300 yards maybe? When it when we saw them? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 3. 300? 3. Maybe. Probably 3. And uh And they probably had to go well over 1000 because it was so steep from their side. Yeah, down and then all the way back up and it was Totally accidental that we ran right into him. We <laughs> kind of had an idea. The deer. Yeah, the deer. Yeah. We uh, we were just gonna go take a look. That was kind of the plan to begin with. Let's get up there and see. Right. If they're looking. First of all, if we didn't know, <laughs> we we didn't know they were looking at anything for sure or not. All these things that you kind of forget because it all worked out the way it worked out. Mm-hmm. But we were curious. We wanted to see what it was. We wanted to see if we were right about them seeing anything. Right. And then, boom, we jump it up, and it right. starts taking off running. Like, the, this it all happened pretty quick. 
Well, I want to go over. I'll, I'll try and post this picture on Instagram when I get back. The oh, picture, the shoulder. The picture, yeah, we uh, we quartered it out. We boned it out because yeah. we were so far back there. We <laughs> boned it out. And I have a picture of Mitchell holding the shoulder blade that I just boned out. And there's literally like a perfect circle. That I, Are you looking through it or are you just holding it up to the camera? I'm holding it up. Holding up to the camera. You can see daylight through it. And you can see, yeah, like daylight through the hole. And we got one, I'd say literally 99% or 100% of the meat off of that shoulder. No, we're talking like, like a quarter inch of bloodshot around the hole. A perfect yeah. hole. The exact yeah. size of You should have lost both shoulders. You yeah. didn't lose. Nope. You lost maybe a bite worth of venison. Yeah, and then I think another couple holes in it, some a few other places. Oh, yeah. the, the one that got him was that shoulder shot because it went and it clipped his heart. Yeah, it, it just got a piece of his heart and it went out that shoulder. The out did, the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, that was the exit wound. Yeah, it was an exit wound. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's even more crazy. Yeah, and uh, freaking laser beams, man! Like that that right there shows you what a good what you need a good bullet, right? <laughs> that's you need what a I bullet thought. that expands. The, the idea behind buying these expensive $55 a box federal not trying to do the right thing spend well, money on good ammo all the whole thing was if i need to shoot 400 yards right i want to be able to shoot accurately 400 yards right. without having to worry about you know bullets that are that are very in grains and, right. or or, or I don't wanna, powder and I, I just wanted consistency with the long right. longer shots cuz i knew that's what we'd run into over there and I never thought that I we uh, I, I would have been much better off with an eighteen dollar yeah. box of federal Corlock, just Corlock <laughs> garbage, <laughs> deadliest mushroom in the woods. I tell you what, they, they are, <laughs> and they do what they're supposed they to. They expand. They just blow up when they hit something. Yeah. My SSTs have done really good for me. Um, you know, they've I've never yeah. had a problem with an no. SSD. There's the other part of this. This is why we're so sure Garrett didn't. <laughs> didn't have any part of that. Yeah, because, because my bullets expand. <laughs> the next the next day with his bullets at 200 yards. Oh, yeah, my buck. My buck. Your buck. 220. 220. Don't oh, short sorry. me that yardage sorry. here. 200 plus <laughs> yards. I had a rest. I had all day. Yeah. I dialed even two clicks. <laughs> for wind? For, no, two clicks for 214 yards. <laughs> uh, 0.2 mils. You know, two. I do yeah. clicks. And... uh Perfect rest and everything. I was shooting some, through some old dead limbs and stuff, and I'm like, you know, I think I, I'm, my, my, I could see a gap where I didn't think my bolt was going to hit anything. Maybe it did. I don't know. I didn't see any limbs or anything um, come off after I shot. But I shoot that buck, and he just stops. Like he's fighting another buck, the one that my dad ended, ends up killing. It's really cool because my, my, the buck, uh, uh, the horns on my buck. You can see where he was fighting. The horns got scraped. Um, and anyways, the buck immediately stops fighting. Like he was, he's like, he was going towards that other buck, getting ready to fight again. And he stops right there and he just like starts like almost like walking backwards. I'm like, Oh, a dead buck. You know, I've never seen a, a buck that's like going to go off and run and be happy. Walk backwards like that. Like he like sticks a couple steps back, like, Whoa. And then like just stands there. I'm like, rack another one in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I shoot again. Have it right where I want. I don't know what I was doing if I was like hugging the rifle weird and I was pulling the you know pulling the gun over, or if I, I don't know what I was doing. But I know my crosshairs every shot were exactly where I wanted, and uh, I hit him right in like the back quarter. Like that's a long ways to be missing at 214 yards, and the gun is dialed. Like I was shooting rocks at 1200 yards or, or uh, 1100 with it with my dad after that, and uh, 
this is the same scope setup and everything that we were shooting 780 and the first shot with like a 50 mile an hour per mile per hour wind i hit that rock like i was dialed with this gun and shot hundreds of shots through it th throughout the summer practicing and uh i shot like well uh, almost a body length off i was like what the heck and that deer just whoa like almost drops it's like he did not like that <laughs> and then uh what happened is i ended up hitting him in the back quarters and that bullet exploded as soon as it hit that like that back like hammer leg bone or something ended up losing quite a bit of meat with that which sucked but um and i think i shot him again um i'm pretty sure i did if if i know me i, I definitely shot him again and uh and finally he went down <laughs> but um Man, I was so happy when I when that thing went down because I was like, "Oh my gosh, I, you know, that was a huge buck and all this stuff." And, and, and granted, it was you know it was a nice buck, uh, nice four point, heavy everything, everything I was wanting. And uh, I just cannot figure out why those why those bullets weren't going where they where they were meant to go. I mean, I just have such a curse with guns, and I I do my my I do I do my diligence. I sight them in, I shoot them, I get a lot of trigger time, but it just that's one reason I've I've really gravitated towards the bows is that I've just the guns have been not there for me when I needed them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I've I've missed so many big bucks, like record bucks. Um, I've missed bears, three or four bears, just swing and misses on easy shots. Um, cougars, you know, I'd look like a straight up poacher if I had everything I missed. I mean, I would have you'd like what is he do? You know, what is he doing? <laughs> But, you know, and I think the reason I have success today is because I, I've i had to be, it, not, I'm not, you know, trying to make myself sound like an almighty hunter or anything. You know, I'm just saying from from my experience as a hunter who ruins a lot of opportunities, <laughs> right, I've had to become very persistent and very consistent. And that's how I consistently kill animals is because I am a dog on a freaking bone. Like, I will not stop until I get another opportunity. And... It just, I, you know, for a regular guy like you, you get one opportunity, you make a count. For a guy like me, shit, I'm going to need five. <laughs> you know, I got I got to be good. <laughs> I need five opportunities until I find that one deer that wants to stand still long enough for me to get my bipod down, get, you know, get my breath, all that stuff, or or what it may be. And that's why when I, when, when I go out with a bow, it's just different. It's just, I draw back and what's going through my head is you're so dead. Like you're, you're dead. Like you're, I, I'm not going to miss. And I, I know that sounds bad guys. I know that sounds cocky and I know that sounds so douchey, but no. my mindset is, and if you don't have this mindset, you should probably get it. If you're not absolutely 100% sure when you draw back and you, and you anchor in on that animal that you're going to kill it. Why are you shooting? Why? If you're not sure that you're going to kill that animal, why are you taking that shot? You're not, that's not, to me, that's not ethical. So when I draw back on an animal, I'm sure as hell I'm going to put that thing on the hair that I'm aiming on <laughs> or that dirt clod or that shadow or whatever it may be. I'm not just aiming for the, I'm aiming for a spot in the kill zone when I take, you know, and like that bull I missed, that big five point, um, you know, I blame it on, on me not being up on my gear. This is years ago, um, prior to me getting into gear. I had a be beautiful, um, I believe it was, he was ivory-tipped, heavy, dark horn five-point, yeah. 280 class. Just a, everything you would want in a bull, first bull with a bow. 
Heck yeah, I'll take that. 60-yard shot, easy broadside. Drew back, oh, you're so dead. Like, just, I I remember thinking that. Like, I'm like, my pin was so steady, like it was just at home. And uh, prelude that back at camp, you know, I was having flyer arrows. One out of every 15 to 20 shots would go two feet high or or worse. You know, like, what the heck? And I never figured it out. And I'm like, you know, it's every 15, 20 shots. It's probably not going to happen on an animal. <laughs> and if it is going to happen, I'm going to miss because it's, it's not even close. What the heck's going on? So, <laughs> what do you know? It happened on that big bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I sell, uh, I sell that arrow right over his back. And I'm like, what in the heck? And then finally, I, I think, I, did I get back to camp? And figure it out. Yep. You you weren't. I got back to camp and I was so mad. So mad. I was not going hunting until I figured that out. I was like, I'm not. I'm just I'm done. I'm gonna figure this out. And it was my D loop. My serving was coming apart and sliding down. Yeah. You had a little wiggle room in your I had about oh an eighth of an inch wiggle room and I anchored my arrow low on the D loop, which raised my um which lowered my knocking point and raised my tip, which means that you're gonna launch that arrow way higher than you did before. And uh what do you know? It happened on that bowl. And so, hashtag never again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, this is the secret. The biggest secret to all this is just that's not what, repeating the mistakes that yeah. got you. Because it's just a lot yeah. of failure. Who know, who goes out and just does it first time? I, mean, I don't know. You know, that's what started this whole no year Shelby. <laughs> yeah, besides Shelby. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, we're going to be podcasting with her later this year uh, on, her, on her bowl hunt. But... Um, once on a lifetime tag, but, uh, long story short, you know, that's what started this whole, you know, got to get better, got to know your gear, got to figure out, you know, why this, why that, know your, know your stuff inside out. That's what started this whole crazy obsession with gear and how it works and how do you tune your bow and how do you prevent this thing? I carry serving. I carry D loop. Now I carry my, my bow box with all my tools in it. I carry everything minus a portable bow press that, you know, I'm not going to do that. If I'm if I'm needing that, usually I have a, a backup bow. This year I don't. But you know, you gotta be gotta be a good enough shot to at least know what's happening with your setup, right? I mean, we got you figured out. We got you dialed in. Um, and I'm not sure. You know, I don't think we're going to have to take a very sh- far shot on these deer. These deer, they're they're not very wild. Nope. Uh, well, they're they're really wild. They're they're so wild that they they don't get pressured. Right. <laughs> they don't know what we are, what we are, where we came from. Right, right. So I was uh, curious. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's what started this whole crazy journey. So, but this is an hour and 17 minutes. Oh, boy. And we got to get to sleep. It's like, what time is it? <laughs> I don't even want to know. It's got to be 1130. It has to be, if we hear some music. No, 1145. Is it 1145? I bet. No. Let's guess. Let's see this thing. Hopefully we don't hear some music. music. Oh, what time is it? Eleven fifty. Oh, we gotta get to bed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Those deer are gonna we kill gotta get themselves. Up at like five. No, <laughs> no matter how many people are trolling them on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> troll what? <laughs> Nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, my my phone was going off and just Instagram, 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 Instagram. <laughs> I was like, Man. I need to quit posting when I, I when I'm really bad at. I post something right when I go to bed. And then so my phone's just going, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> it's like, God, no. <laughs> Why do I do that to myself? Oh, well. I, what I do is I face my phone down on the on the uh, nightstand. Yeah. Now. You know, they have a mode for that. What's it, like nighttime mode? Yeah, something like do not oh. disturb or something. Oh. I don't oh. know. I don't use it. I'm not a techie. <laughs> so, 
All right, guys. Well, give us your feedback. And were we were we ethical in in the hunting scenario that I hope I don't lose a lot of guys after this because you know no it's being pretty transparent is being real world you know struggles that I deal with out in the public lands of <laughs> Oregon and some guys that almost want to commit suicide by your freaking hunting bullets you know <laughs> or try to kill you um, yeah man that was one crazy day. The only thing that made it not so bad was it happened to us too. I mean, it almost yeah. After uh, opposite ends, you know. (laughs) So this this happened simultaneously. We both made bad decisions. But I, this guy knew where we were. I don't know if ours was technically a bad decision. Well, maybe you don't shoot over skyline, but when you're seven miles into into you know, well, your your shots were hitting towards the skyline. Yeah, like towards the top, but yeah, you weren't shooting like you weren't launching bullets in the atmosphere. No, you were. I saw where your bullets were hitting. Yeah, I wasn't shooting over the top of the little ridge, but it was close. Yeah, he was. And if something were to go wrong, I would have just had to miss by a little bit, and I'd be shooting basically over the top. Of you the, would have to miss by like two feet. Yeah, well, could happen. You don't miss by two feet. No, but it could happen <laughs> to to a lesser. I guess I wouldn't call that unethical. I mean, you're using you have a backstop for your bullet. You know uh, yeah. where it's hitting, but a deer. Um, Always, you know. Once, <laughs> once I found out we almost got killed, I was like, I almost don't feel bad now. <laughs> yeah. Well, well they, they can't be too uh, mad. They now can't be too mad now. He literally, on purposely, almost headshot us. Yeah, basically. So. But all right, guys. Well, I really want to post a picture of a big freaking mule deer tomorrow, whether it's alive or dead. I just want to see one. Yeah. I just want to see some mule deer tomorrow. Some big bucks. Hopefully both. We before actually after. saw elk. Where there's not supposed to be elk. Right. And I'm rather excited about it. Well, yeah, I am too. I am I would not pass up an elk. Would you like go I try would. and bugle in a little? During, during <laughs> yeah, I would. During the middle of the day when, when the bucks aren't moving around, I would totally go after a bull. Yeah. Even if it's a spike. I don't care. Well, Elk, I don't discriminate. Sometimes it's, if you, <laughs> you really increase your odds by being willing to kill something a little. I would you know. be, all, I would probably be more happy with a spike bull just because my journey has been so like uphill and crappy for elk <laughs> and unsuccessful that I would probably be more excited with a spike bull than I would a 170 buck to be honest with you. Well, yeah, I guess it, you've I mean, killed bucks before. Bucks you've killed bucks with bows before. Deer, <laughs> deer I'm not going to stop that. Deer are for me easier than elk. I think that's a fair statement. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. No. Some guys are going to be like, oh, "How dare you?" What? <laughs> Go f- go f- go find an elk and put them in bow range. Just <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. There's a, when's the last time you were on the freeway? Yeah. <laughs> There's a dead buck right there. Yeah. Eighteen wheeler found it and There's killed true. it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But uh, yeah, there was a couple really big spikes, and that sounds silly, but they were like two and a half foot tall with with uh, eye guards. Yeah. Spikes. You know. Yeah. And they're running in a herd of cows. Where's the bull? Yeah. Where's there, the big one? There's going to be a bull around that yeah. around that herd somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go after these bucks, and then um, if we can get some better clarification, or I can find the regs, they might be in the truck somewhere. Um, we might go after uh, some elk tomorrow. Very possible. Yeah. So that'd be something. All right, guys. Well, this is the episode uh, pre pre season, right before opening day. It's almost midnight. I'm hanging up on you guys here. <laughs> five minutes to season. We got five minutes to season. <laughs> then we have. Uh, It'll be season, then we have like five and a half hours till daylight. Till daylight. Till shooting light. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to get to bed. Yeah. So definitely. All right, man. Well, uh, 
Thanks for thanks for doing this, and we're gonna have to do another podcast. Yeah, before we follow leave. up a follow up podcast. This will be like a three part series. Perfect. So, all right, see you guys. All right, guys, you tell me, were we right? Were we wrong? Were we both right and wrong? I mean, it's kind of an interesting situation when you're out rifle hunting. And let me know what you think. Always five star reviews. Hopefully, uh, you know, being transparent and honest, you guys can relate. You don't judge too much. You know, hunting public lands has its own set of struggles. And, and you have to think on your feet. And when you make split decisions, sometimes maybe you don't make the right one. Sometimes maybe you do. Um, but, you know, you just got to respect each other out there. And, and, and if you're back there, earn it. Don't cheat. Um, you know, you're, when you cheat yourself, you're cheating yourself out, out of the experience, out of the struggle. And, you know, I like to say there's no struggle, no story. But uh, this hunting season, you know, I struggled through being sick. But the, the hunts weren't really physically demanding outside of that. Um, and you're going to hear all about that. I got lucky on my buck and my bull this year. I didn't have to go very far from the roads and uh, just was able to make it happen really quick. So uh, hopefully you guys are doing well. I look forward to seeing what you guys come up with this year for hunting season. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.